greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services, 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. At The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaranshoki Obutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Think great. Somebody say joy overflow. Proverbs 17 verse 22 says, A merry heart doeth good like medicine. October is our month of healing and health. We'll be teaching on health and healing. We'll be praying for the sick, teaching on how to live a healthy life. Health, they say, is wealth. And one critical channel to experiencing sound health is a merry heart that does good like medicine. And as I was preparing for the service, God said, look at it very well. It's a merry heart. Somebody say heart. Heart. It's not just the face. It's not because you've seen people that they said they were laughing in the morning and committed suicide in the afternoon. Nobody said, it didn't even look like it. But something had gone wrong where? In the heart. That's That's the fountain. That's where we need to deal with it. And there are fundamental reasons why people don't have a merry heart. One of the things we mentioned uh, through today is um, um, the past. Many people dwell in the past. They allow their past to tamper with their future. You made some mistakes in the past. You, you goofed, you know, and you allow it to keep overwhelming you that you are not even thinking straight for the future. Every responsible Christian needs to learn how to let go and learn from the past and make progress. I was in counseling with someone because of the week. I said, let this matter be a springboard for success rather than an excuse for depression. You know, you can be sitting on it and it becomes your lifelong story. Ah, how can I make this mistake in 2016? I should know better now. And you keep beating yourself. And Satan standing behind you, saying, hmm, yes, you are no good. Yes, you are not, you are not okay at all. Look at your friend. Look at your cousin. And then those things overwhelm you so much, you can't even make progress anymore. Oh, learn from it, but be determined to change the narrative. Joy is a choice. The choice of the wise. If you want to look at what is not working, you have plenty of things to look at, isn't it? Plenty. But if you choose to look at what is working, while you are expecting others to work, it's your choice. But a merry heart doeth good like what? Medicine. MSG says, a cheerful disposition. Proverbs 7.22, a cheerful disposition keeps you in health. A cheerful disposition is good for your health. Gloom and doom leave you bone tired. 
Nobody likes to be around people that are always complaining. I've seen some couples, every time somebody's complaining, it's not a good atmosphere to live in. Yeah, the wife or the husband, any small thing, you're reacting. You find that the presence of God is far from that house. Psalms 22, verse 3 says, God inhabits the praises of his people. Psalms 22, verse 3, uh, uh, praise of Israel. Inhabits talks about habitat. So if you must carry God into your business, carry God into your family, then you must carry praises. He said, but thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest, inhabits the praises of Israel. You live in it. That means when they say, ah, only God can do that matter. Only God can turn the matter around. That means only praise can turn it around. Anything other than that, God will not manifest. Now, another reasons why another reason or reasons why people are not joyful are what we call weaknesses and deficiencies that we all have. When I say weaknesses, I'm not talking about my own weaknesses to be lying. That's not a weakness. You need to work on it by the word of God. Do you understand that? I'm not saying my, my own weakness is to be stealing money. I don't know. I just like stealing. No, no, no that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about weaknesses that, or deficiencies, or should I use the word experiences, that by now, as an adult, you realize that you cannot even change it. Let me give an example. Joseph cannot change the fact that his brother sold him. It's a painful experience. Nobody likes to have brothers like that. That's an experience that if you don't know how to handle it, it can take your joy from you till you die. That every time you see your brothers, oh, oh, horrible brothers, hatred. And we all have that. Oh. We all have things in our upbringing, in our history, some of them by yourself. Some of us, you just grew up and noticed that you are weak physically. When others can go 10 hours, you can only do like 7 hours. And you cannot change it. You've tried. They are, that, that's like a weakness. Some of your friends are smarter in some areas than yourself. And you realize it. And then you keep bickering and fighting yourself. Ah, why can't I should be better now? Now, we all have it. But how you handle it, some of us are married here, and the truth is, before you got married, there were expectations you have about your wife or your husband. You saw Juliet. Is it Juliet and Romeo? Who is Romeo, the man? Who is the woman? Juliet. Juliet. You just, she looks like, when you look at her, this is, this is Juliet, man. You thought some things will happen when you get married, blah, 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 blah. And then six years down the line, ten years down the line, you notice a particular deficiency in her or in him. Now, there are some things that, if you look at it, until you have the right perspective, like Joseph had to do, Genesis 15, Genesis 50 verse 19, you look at those things this season and see the benefits you get from it. And I'm going to share some of those benefits. And that will defeat the, the depression that the devil attaches to those things. And there are people here that you wish you married somebody else. You can't tell everybody. But if you keep wishing like that, you'll never be happy. Some even wish their parents didn't give back to them. Many Nigerians wish. Now, why did they mistakenly become a Akure or four players? Why, why, why can't you carry me to Akure? <laughs> Sorry. 
Joseph said to them, Don't, do not be afraid, for I'm, am I in the place of what? Of God. Are you here this afternoon? Verse 20. But as for you, you meant what? Yes, the thing was not right. Brother selling you. Maybe you are here, your uncle was when I even raped you as a, as a girl. And it's in your history. And you are always wishing it never happened, but it has happened. He said, yes, you meant it, the devil meant it for evil against you, but God can bring good out of it. And that's what I want to talk about this in this fourth service. He, you know, the devil, the devil is an investor. He wants to do something in somebody's life that, let me tamper with this one's life forever. But you, with covenant understanding, you turn it around. So it doesn't tamper with your joy. Very important. He said, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people. If you notice, it wasn't dwelling on, if you dwell on the day they sold you, you'll be saying this one. Say, ah, my own brother. When you are selling somebody, it's not that uh, you'll be smiling. Can you come, my brother? <laughs> when, you say, when, they, when you see somebody raped somebody, some of you look at it online and you wonder what is there. May, may it not happen to you. May it not happen to you. God forbid. Rape. It's horrible for a lady. You hardly forget the scenario. It's forceful. It's not willing. Don't say, what's that? What did they do? What did they do? It's, not small, it's not a small thing. So when you see Joseph, they're so selling you. It's not a, how are you there? Okay, we're going to sell you now, my brother. You know, It's not like that, though. When they sell slaves in those days, it's a different thing if there was war and they're selling all of us. It's your brothers that is now engaging in pricing. Bitter pricing, not smiling with you. You can carry bitterness from there till you die. And when they are taking slaves, they will first hit them. That is, do like that. Because the man is saying 100,000. You want to sell your brother for 150,000. So to prove he said, shy your teeth. Your own brothers. And he, as he was a young guest, as it were. Many young sons, brothers, they defer to their elder brothers a lot. So you can imagine the tears. And the, begging them, please. And they refuse to listen to you. And then you see them collect money. And then give you to the person. And then go off. Go and, go and, go and check it out. In the caravan, you will be crying. Try to calm down. Especially if you are someone that has been favored by your father. You are a man with a coat of many colors. That sin can make you hate them till you die. Sorry for explaining that. I'm using that example so that you can look at your own life that you might have gone through something similar. You grew up suddenly, some of us we were babies and we were playing, playing. It was until like 12 years old. You know, started hearing that um, the person you are living with is not your mother. You know that kind of thing. That they say, okay, where's my mother? We don't know. There are people in this church that I've, I've, I've had to talk to them. They don't even know where their mother is. They say it was in Portacourt. Where is she? I don't know. Do you know what that means? Some don't even know their father. So when I say weakness or deficiencies or situation, those are things that we grew up with that the devil uses those things to keep people down. You know, I'll be looking at your friends that have their parents coming for their wedding and then the devil will tell you, where is your own mother now? You need to deal with that. 
You can't pray it away. Can you pray it away? No. Some of you have some issues in your health that you've been battling with. It could be ulcer. It could be this. It could be that. And then the devil wants to camp around that to make you feel you are nothing. You don't have faith. Or it could be trusting God for for the fruit of the womb. And it looks like it's delayed and delayed. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Let me give us some two or three things that will help us. Number one, all those things would help you depend on God more than other people. Am I making sense? And such people now end up better than others. You don't know when somebody is trusting God for the next meal, it's not like you that they are serving from the kitchen. It will, it will make you depend on God more about your life, about your future, and that will turn your life around. A weakness like that, look at, look, look at David. When David was fighting Goliath, he said to Goliath, uh, you come against me with what? With, with what? With sword and, and whatever. But he doesn't even have sword now. People think he was just talking faith. Did he have sword? I'll come against you in the name of... He has to be... Because I don't have, what do you have? Stone and catapult. It will help you depend on God more. Some of you have friends that have three master's degree from Cranfield, Harvard, Yale. And then your own is from Lasso. And then you are now thinking you can never get a great job. You can, no, you might depend on God more than them. And that depending on God will give you exploits. That's what happened to David. His brothers had the sword and everything. But I don't have sword, but I'm, this Goliath must die. So he said, I come against you in the name of the Lord God. And see the testimony. The people that had sword could not care. He that had stone plus God. So, you have such deficiencies. Don't let it become a narrative for evil. Turn it around. Say, Lord, ah, I was raped. I was abused. They sold me. I missed this. But God, I trust you to make me make it. And that trust in God will develop your faith more than other people. That's why in every generation, if you notice, it is people that suffered in the previous that become greater. The ones that came from seemingly buoyant homes, they get to relax. The ones that were from suffering homes, they were trusting God more, and that catapults them forward. Trust God more. Then number two, it will reveal God's strength in your life. Paul says, when I am weak, then what? I am strong. You might not be able to talk like your friends. You might not be able to write like your friends or do many things like your cousins. But God's strength is revealed. Look at what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7. That's why some things you were even praying about, God did not answer you. It's helping you. Look at this. He said, this is very, one of the, well, a major controversial part of scriptures. But you can pick lessons from it. Unless I should be what? Exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn, what? In the flesh was giving me a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Ah, lest I be exalted above measure. Verse 8, concerning this thing I pleaded with the Lord three times that he might depart from me. We don't know what the thorn of the flesh is. 
Many people have various uh, things, uh, the sickness that Paul had. Some people say, well, we don't know, but he said, he said the thing was disturbing him. Whatever it is, it might be an emotional problem, it might be a physical problem. So he besought God. I see what God said to him. My grace is what? For my strength is what? The strength of God is revealed when people appear weak. Glory to God. Therefore, most gladly, so what Paul said, I will cuckoo boast in my word <laughs> that the power of Christ, that thing that the devil is trying to make to spoil your story, spoil your joy, you approach God for grace, you trust him for grace, and you now see the strength of God. Ah, say so yes. Which leads me to the third reason why some of those things are ever there. It will keep you from pride. Nothing humbles people like a weakness or a deficiency. Am I making sense? Pride is a destroyer. When God wrestled with Jacob, he broke one of his hips. When he was walking like this, he would never forget. Pride goes before a fall. So some of the things, when I look at what I've gone through now, it's hard for me to allow pride to destroy me. Who dash monkey banana? I grew up in a house where to drink Coke, we drink it. I drink Coke for one week. I've told you several in this church. One bottle of Coke for a week, which you give me on Monday, it will finish on the Friday afternoon. Because you don't know when the next one will show up. So you, you, you take a sip and put it in the fridge and sleep in the room and be smiling like you just won the lottery. Coke. Because it was luxury for us. And then your brother goes to the fridge, you stand up from the bed and stand behind him. You must not touch my investment. And your brother sees you and says, what is it? He says, nothing. Just take what you want to take and go. And if you have offended three days before, he will say, I will report you to daddy. He has to take more. Because he, has, he took his own, just in a gob. When they announced to me in those days, somebody is doing bad day in the estate. <laughs> you will never forget the date. Like, that's the next jollof rice. That's the next hope for jollof rice. And clothes. Even the clothes self is, is a projected clothes. Where you can wear for five, five years. The knicker is bigger than you. The shirt is big. Like your parents are buying it to cater for the next five years. And then God met me when I was on campus. Began to lift me up. When you remember such things, pride is far from you. So what should have been an issue of, ah, why did I suffer? No. Lord, thank you. That's how you change the narrative. I know some people that are proud. Know why they are proud? They've been, they, they've been enjoying life since. That's the mistake God made. Let me use that word. That's, that's the mistake. They now see it as entitlement. So anywhere they go, hey, I can't can wash plates. Me, I can't do this one. It's not your fault. If they have summered your head very well, washing plates for 20 years, you'll be saying that. It's not your fault. I can't do anything. Hey. You now see that what you went through is an asset. That's how you change the narrative. It keeps you from... And you have your own different thing you can look at. Some of you came from broken homes. When you look back now and see how God is arranging your life, you give him glory. So no matter how, God, how much God... I mean, me now, I go to meetings, they put uh, juice, all kinds in front that you cannot even take because you're fasting. Eh? You don't get angry. When I was suffering, they didn't give me this thing. Now that we are fasting for ministry... 
Oh, you say juice, everything. You just arrange it. Let me just be looking like this. Really. You can't touch it because you are fasting. But you remember when you can't juice, <laughs> juice. I didn't even know it existed. Like that. Strength often creates an independent and proud spirit. Spirit that often leads to destruction. Now look at this one as I close. All those, our limitations, our weaknesses or deficiencies, one of the things, one of the reasons why they persist is to force you to love other people. God is so wise that he has equated the world in such a way that you cannot run it by yourself alone. So you find that no matter, I'm married, we have four beautiful children. I can't handle the four myself without her. You know, God does it in such a way that you never become a God. You will destroy yourself. No matter how skillful you are, there will be certain things that will be in your life that you will need, especially that person you think you don't like. You will need them. I mean, can I play keyboard now? I mean, church, okay, I'm the, I'm the founder. They call them, G, they call them GO. <laughs> of this. Can I play the keyboard? Can I handle the sound department? Your weaknesses, limitations, deficiencies will help you value other people. And God wants that because we are all his creation. Anytime you move away from that equation, you will self-destruct. So that's why some things persist in your life. One of the weakest moments of a man is when he's sick. Check any man that abuses people, abuses the driver, all the neighbors. When sickness hammer him, when he's lying there, you see how weak you are. Even when there's, there's no salt in the soup, you will ask yourself, is that the first time you'll be saying, no, in this is my condition? You just take it and be angry with the sickness, if not for you. It opens you to working with others so we can achieve more. You know, Peter was bragging to Jesus Christ. I can never disappoint you. Me? Others may. I love you, sir. To prove that I love you, he caused somebody's ear. I said, I can die for you, master. Me? <laughs> I love you, Tony Toro. Every area. Just guy said, relax. So, all this thing you are doing. He said, you will deny me three times. Me? Did you see that, man? He said, never. I can never deny you. He was boasting. Many of us are like that. He said, no problem. When he denied him three times, go and see how he was weeping. You are not as strong as you think. He wept and wept. But the good thing is this. That matter can become a suicide point like Judas. But what God will do is, he will use that thing to qualify your ministry. It will affect the way you do and the way you talk. Do you think if somebody, let's say uh, Peter is the pastor of this church now. And somebody comes to Peter and says, ah, I backslided three months ago, I made a mistake. How will Peter handle it? 
there will be mercy and what? Grace. Because he did something like that. But if that thing did not happen, what would be the language? How dare you forsake your Savior? All those grammar. Your Savior, after all God has done for you. Ha! I am a Leo. You? You, you backslided? I'm disappointed you, Brother Benjamin. I'm disappointed. Uh, Peter will say, God is a God of second chance. Third chance. End chances. Infinity. The person being spoken to will not know the reason. The devil will not be regretting the mistake you made. E, this thing has become a healing point to others. You have been raped, abused. It's traumatic. Can it become an, a, a ministry to other parents? Can you now rescue many other girls that the devil will not be saying, ah, if I knew, I would never have allowed that in that her young age. That's better. By the way, you rescue others. Opening a blog on Facebook and be giving experiences, explanations on how to rescue others. That's when you turn the narrative. So Peter, Paul said, when I am weak, then I'm strong. Galatians 6 verse 1. So I don't know what has been draining your joy. You failed an exam. You failed so much that your parents abused you. You're not the first person that will fail. I had F9 in physics. My first work. I had P8 or P7 in English. It was not okay. My parents wanted to tear my Bible. They said, it's your Christianity that made you fail. It was very bad. But I had to attempt work again, mainly because of English. Before I got C4 or C5 in those days. Don't let the devil steal your joy by uh, you, you. No, don't let him. Now I can speak English to a level. Come on. I even prayed about it, Steph. That you that made us to pray in tongues can help me speak English well. Ah, because then I, I grew up in the barrack setting. I'm more of in area. In those days, it's beginning English. And we are built each other expertise. When you meet your friend in the evening like this, your papa leg bend like bend their road. You don't hear that before? Your papa leg bend like bend their road. You know bend there? Bend there? Hmm. It will give you back your mama will say, ah, different things. So you don't get to school, they'll be speaking English. Hey, you will say, hey. They say, speak now. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> because you know, if you go after one minute, it will break down. You can't go beyond one minute, pigeon will enter. You know, so just say nothing. You're not talking in class, I'm a quiet boy. <laughs> but it was a deficiency. Ah, I was a deficiency. <laughs> I can pigeon you, eh? I can, I can preach in pigeon. Hmm. But you had friends, when they speak like this, they call it Queen's English. But they still feel like. <laughs> that your friends have sword and all those things, and you have catapult, does not make you worse off. But you now begin to trust God more, and suddenly that thing that looks insignificant. Does the miracle like that of uh, David. But if you don't know that, you'll be crying. I wish I had a gun. I wish I had a sword. I wish I can use the sword. Unknown to you, if you can just change the narrative, that which you have can become your real testimony. Now, don't we have BBC Pigeon English? 
Don't you have it? We have it. Pigeon English, but we would never have thought that would happen in this world. BBC Pigeon is there. And some of us, when somebody speaks on TV, Nigeria, and when they speak and the, the, the accent, the accent shows, you start abusing them. It's, we are doing ourselves in Africa. Somebody speaking and he badass, shows in his head, he doesn't know how to speak. The Chinese man speaking on CNN, how is it? And yet you'll be respecting those people. Go and hear Jack Man speak. But if it's Nigeria, ah, it's Igbo accent is too much. It's an Igbo person, what do you kill him? Ah, what, what, what do you want? Go and check how French people speak English. You will hear the French inside. So, but when an Igbo man is speaking English, his Igbo accent is too much. What should it be? Is that an English Igbo or Igbo English? What, what, what do you want? And because of that, people get intimidated and their potential is stifled. Many Chinese can't speak correct English. I love my pastor's church. When they are sharing testimony, they will be taboying and the testimony will be going on well. Sorry. They will be what, shooting bullets in a testimony. You'll be here and the people praise because of what, 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 what is that? What's your mother tongue? And I went there, when I went there, and God said to me, you will listen. Because the miracle is about to share, you don't have it. Many don't have it. Don't, don't let whatever deficiency in your history keep your future down. Change the narrative. It's either it makes you trust God more, which is better, or it becomes a point that will keep you away from pride till you die. Or it helps you to value other people. Work with others so you can achieve more. Individuals that always think they can do everything themselves, they break down easily. Others are needed to make things happen. Galatians 6.1 Brethren, if any man, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, what should you do? Restore such one in the spirit of what? Uh Don't be talking like you were born from heaven. In the spirit of gentleness. Why? Why did he say that? Considering yourself, lest you be what? Don't know if somebody says somebody fell into sin and slept with somebody. Ah, can this sin? You that you have not seen, under the right temperature and pressure, you will do worse. So he said, when you are restoring that person, you are doing it with an attitude of humility so that you don't fall. Can we have that in MSG? So we'll close with that. MSG. This attitude will help you. He says, he said, live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, what do you do? Forgivingly what? Saving your critical comments for? You might be needing forgiveness before the day is out. I can fashion up, be rebellious to his organ. This loyalty is bad. Now, considering yourself. Considering yourself, how can he do that to his boss? He was disloyal, the person that put him in government. People are just, I can never do that. Hey, hey, you might be needing second. <laughs> Anytime somebody goes wrong, 
and you try to deal with them in a spirit of pride, you will fall to the same thing. And it will be worse. You set yourself up for failure. Learn that principle. So there are some matters when it even happens. If it does not concern you, walk away and be humble. If it concerns you, you are dealing with it, you do it with an attitude of meekness. Not that I can never do uh, Never say never. Let's bow our heads to pray. Greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services. 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. At The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Think Great. Great.